With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats on the eve of round six and the Brisbane Broncos hosting the table-topping Penrith Panthers very, very soon. Badge, uh, you're calling the game for NRL Nation tonight? Sure are, uh, Scott. Oh, you're not coming along for the ride? I'm not tonight. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm tomorrow night in Sydney and, and then again on Saturday. In yeah, Sydney. we're all over the place um, and we're still waiting to learn about the finality of the, uh, the Broncos side. Do you expect anything different from the Bronx? I know they were beaten comprehensively last week, even though their first half was a bit better. Mm. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, I think they there could be an incremental improvement. They're up against a red-hot side, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. The Panthers. Pretty good defensively. I think yeah. where they're averaging just under six points against. a game. Oh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Don't forget, you can text us anytime, 0477-736-736 with any of your thoughts or any topics you want us to talk about. You can also get us on Twitter, at SportsDayQLD. And old face may be returning to the Brisbane Broncos, a former premiership winner. I was actually old involved face. with the club when uh, when Carmichael Hunt came through. Hell of a nice kid. Great kid, hard trainer, tough as nails. Yep. And I think he could add something to them. Absolutely. He won't be playing tonight, of course. But no. uh, rumours are circulating. He may join them as of next week. Now, we're going to talk to Cowboys star and Queensland Origin star Val Holmes. After their win last week against the Tigers, and they could go back-to-back against the Bulldogs this yes, week. Yes, good uh, good week for them. Bit of confidence in the camp. And all Cowboys. our tips for round six. I got six out of eight last week. You were four? Four. I mentioned that. I, I was eight was... the week before. Oh, well, yeah. I'm living <laughs> yeah. off that. Yeah. After <clears> the break, <throat> we're going to talk all NRL news. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Fantastic vehicle they are. Australia's first GUV. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, Sports Update, also brought to you by Rolled. Family-made Vietnamese served fast and fresh. I love my chicken and beef pho or po, uh, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Now, Badge, we spoke about it in the opener. Carmichael Hunt, you've had a fair bit to do with this kid. Made his debut as a 17-year-old and... The images I can remember of Carmichael Hunt as a 17-year-old standing on the try line, pushing players like Petro and Shane Webke into their defensive positions and not scared to tell internationals what to do on the yeah, field. Yeah, uh, a hell of a good football player. And I'm, I'm hearing good stuff coming out of his uh, few games he's played for Souths uh, in the Intrust Super Cup, my old club. And uh, now, yeah, it looks like they're going to drag him into the Broncos squad, whether that's as a, a trade and trial player or a top 30 player. Or, I'm not even sure how the rules work there, but I believe after round 10, there's no doubt he could he could come in. Yep. Um, and hopefully he, he'll be able to come in before. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he could put... He, 
He delivered the calm. The calm from Carmichael, I think, could be what the Broncos need in times of crisis when they have a couple of setbacks. That side, they're looking for someone to lead them and it's not there. And he could be the guy that says, hey, this is how we're going to do it. Follow me. Have you got a concern that he hasn't played at NRL level since, I think, 2010? With anyone else, you know, I might might have. But he has been playing international rugby union and... AFL mm. and a sport at the elite level. So you don't lose that. And he's had a few games back to find his, his feet and positionally and, you know, all those little little nuances about rugby league compared to rugby. Um, I think he'd, he'll be fine. Do you know, uh, so when you talk about when he comes into a squad, if he comes in before round 10, he'll have to take up a top 30 position. For more reports, they've got one spot left in their top 30. It means he'll have to sign a minimum wage contract. Wage contract. I think that's around seventy six, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 for that player 26 So he's not doing 30. it for the money, is he? No. I, I, from what you tell me off air, he's just a highly competitive human being. Yeah, he, he wants the challenge and so believes he's got something to offer. From land, round 11 on, you can bring players into your squad that doesn't come off your natural salary cap. You can pay them $1,000 a week and pay, play them in NRL and pay them $3,000 minimum a game. Mm, so that might be the way back. At least to get him in there and training full-time again. And getting used to the speed and the rhythm again, I suppose. You can't throw him straight into the deep end, mm. even though he's had plenty of experience. Now, your former teammate, Kevy Walters, Badge, in a press conference uh, yesterday said the current squad are still a work in, in progress. I felt I've had control from the moment that I walked in. It's, you know, it's obviously not my roster as such that I selected, but I'm working with these guys. They're a good bunch of guys to work with and we'll continue to make them better, improve them in the areas that we need to improve over the season. We're round five into 25. So, you know, we're, we're a quarter of the way. You know, if you look at a look at a cake, we've got a quarter of the cake. There's still three quarters of the cake to eat. So that's what excites me. Now, the bit I didn't... I'm, I'm, the bit I took out of that, not the cake. Okay. He said, obviously, it's not the squad I selected. Yeah. And that was just slipped in there. That is so important, for I think, for everyone to consider. And when you look at other clubs as well, you know... You want to blame the coach, you want to blame the players, but who's put the squad together? They have to take some responsibility. I keep saying it. Kevy, if, if you're patient with him, he could help make that club great again, but it's not going to happen this year. You've got a pretty average team. So fans, just be prepared. You're not going to make the eight this year. You might scrape in next year whilst he's making his mark on that playing roster and that group. You, you think it's okay for him to say it's not my squad? No, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important for everyone to realise because otherwise the the, the, the the talk just builds and builds and people go, oh, Kevy can't coach. They've won one out of eight or two out of ten. Or Kevy can't. It's it's not the case. What the, if the people case. say you knew what squad you had when you took the job? Absolutely. And, and you, he, you've and now got to – like Anthony Griffin, for example. Yeah, they do know the squad, but they also know that needs – you know, you find out when you're in there too how much work needs to be done, what changes need to be made and – how it needs to be tweaked. It's, mm. You can't do it because of the salary cap restrictions. You can't do it, you know, overnight. Do you think if there was a cake, actually physically a cake in front of him, that Alfie might have jumped out of the cake at some stage? <laughs> just, to... <laughs> just to lighten the mood a bit. Just to lighten the mood? Absolutely. Yeah. He would have. <laughs> uh, I wonder in times when times are tough with Kevy, and uh, you can see the pressure that's on Kevy's shoulders. That maybe. You can see it in his face. You can see when he's sitting on the sideline. And it comes even when you're winning the competition, leading the competition with every coach. But I wonder, Alfie would be that – he'd be that guy I'd lean on, wouldn't he? 
Just, oh, yeah, for just sure. Just in a sense of just to try and lighten the uh, – because he's got a very good intellect as well, hasn't he, Ralph? Well, well, he's also – yeah, he has a good footy brain and he's also a really close friend and, and yeah. trusted friend. So he's not going to – you know, he's not going to bullshit to him, yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Hey, yep. can I just quickly talk about, yeah. Sats, this, this 10K fine that the Raiders cop for yep. the, in the Panthers clash? Um, well, they get $10,000 fine because – I think it's because their trainer touched a Panthers player on the shoulder. Yeah, which touched um, – He never tried Tyrone to grab Mayer. him and drag him out or anything. He just put his hand up. Meanwhile, Stephen Crichton is just going on like an A-grade knob and with Joe Tupperney and dragging him into the – it was it was always going to fire things up. And as, um, you know, I think Donnie Ferner, the, the Raiders CEO, has said that they're getting a bad reputation, these blokes. Mm. Don Ferner has had some strong comments, Ben. He has said, Ivan Cleary should teach his players some humility. We all understand coaches stick up for their players, but him trying to justify that behaviour is ludicrous. He has three or four players in his team who carry on like mug lairs. Their 5'8 has been pushing players in the back and running in as the third man for a while now. I can't believe that is the example the Panthers want to set for young kids watching and playing the game. If they think this behaviour is acceptable, they're kidding themselves. Strong words. Strong words from, from Donny Ferner. Um, I do put it down to young players full of adrenaline. And I've got no doubt that in two or three years' time that someone like a Steve Crichton will look back at that and go, hey, nah, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah, Because yeah. I, I do look like a... A bit of a dick. Well, do you remember how Justin Hodges used to go on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and he was no one. No one liked the sort of crap that he went on with. Yep. He was just, just being, uh, you know, like like a fifteen-year-old, and he was in his mid-twenties. So I, I sort of, he finally changed his game, and it was the making right. of him. He I, got rid of all that 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 crap stuff. I know, with an official touching a player, whatever it may be, I know that they've fined officials and clubs in the past, and I, and I'm fine with that. But under this situation. If the Panthers didn't instigate that push and shove, we wouldn't be talking about I, it. Can I say as well, as an aside, the NRL's fine system is an absolute joke. 1300 bucks for a guy that's on 400 a year. Mm. That's a joke. Are they, are they, it's so out of touch. It, it's like getting, you know, a, a $2 parking ticket. Is that going to stop you from parking your car in the, in the handicap zone? No. Yeah, you're right. You get, you know, you get something that's relatively going to hurt. That's not going to stop Stephen well, Crichton. I, I would have liked the NRL to say... $10,000 fine, which is suspended because under the circumstances, if Penrith didn't do what they did in, in relation to grabbing Tarpanay and dragging him in, and he wasn't even on the field, he's waiting to go on as a, as a fresh yeah. reserve, then it, wouldn't have, over the it, it wouldn't have put the official in the position where he felt as though he had to grab the arm exactly of, a, right. of a Panthers player. So, yeah, it would have been good to see it suspended. Anyway, uh, that's all the NRL news brought to you by Rolled, fast, fresh Vietnamese with crunch, bite and flavour. Order via the app or visit a store today. This is a sports day with Badge and Sats for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Up next, Val Holmes. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. You are with Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here with you. And our special guest, as we said earlier on, is uh, well, the star, one of the stars of the North Queensland Cowboys, Valentine Holmes. On the line. G'day, Val. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Um, feeling uh, pretty good about yourselves and the, the fans, I guess, uh, and the media would have backed off a little bit now that you finally broke your duck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's obviously always uh, good to see the monkey off the back. Uh, we, would have, we would have liked it a bit early in the year, but uh, you know, we're not complaining. We're just hopefully we can kind of build from 
especially that first half performance we had. Yeah. We were pretty good defensively and, and with the ball. So, um, yeah, obviously got a bit of work to do, you know, trying to play the game and trying to win the game rather than letting leave those easy points in. But obviously a win's a win and, yeah. Yes. Um, now, the game plan that, that we thought, Sats in particular, said, look, it just looks like Toddy Payton's come up with a great, great game plan to take the sting out of... Uh, of the Tigers, given how important that game was and the Tommy Radonikus Memorial, it, but that shifting it wide did that did was that planned and it got sort of going around them and using your kicking game, or did it just just come as the game progressed? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the little chips and chases weren't planned. I don't think Toddy would have uh, liked Hammersley chipping it on the first tackle, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. no, that's just uh, the boys backing themselves and uh, obviously pulling it off, and they do that at training too, so it's. It's not like they, it's a, a fine thing to them. But, um, yeah, our plan was to, to kind of, you know, get to their three and four man and try and put them under pressure. And obviously, if we could get the pass out wide and keep going, and, um, you know, because we know we've got some strike out, out wide with Celtic and Hammer on the wings and, and Muzz and that in the centre. So um, that was kind of our game plan. But obviously, we wanted to try and knock down the door through the middle. And, you know, obviously, I thought our middles went really well. Um, they defended well. They ran the ball hard and... Uh, I thought that set a good platform for the spine and the spine must players to to get the, the ball out to the the edges and yeah, kind of worked out in their favour. Now yeah. you've seen some pretty exciting players in your day, Val, and uh, Hamaso Tabuai Fido. How potentially good could this kid be when he actually learns how to play the the game? He's just basically running on fumes at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. He's got that much potential. He's obviously He's really quiet. He's um, you know obviously young and um, you know energetic and stuff. But we just want to see him open up. We haven't really seen him you know, look like he's trying to run fast. Like even on the weekend, it just kind of looked like he was just gliding. Like it didn't look like he was top form, which it probably was, but it doesn't look like him. It's like he makes running look easy. Um, and you know Nofaluma is not a, a slow bloke, and then James Roberts as well, and he kind of just dusted straight past him. So just to even see that, obviously you know he's got a lot. Uh, he can bring to the team and, and a big future ahead of him. Uh, but yeah, just obviously trying to manage how he plays the game and where, when to get involved and when to do stuff like that. And uh, that'll all come with, um, you know, playing more games, his experience. And, you know, we're trying to help him out. I'm trying to help him out myself with, you know, just uh, upcoming of, you know, playing on the wing, playing at fullback um, and all that stuff. So yeah, he's a, he's a good young kid too. He's a little bit like Kenny Nagus, wasn't he? Kenny Nagus never usually looked like he was moving just, that They just glide. Yeah. Now, uh, Leichhardt Oval yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, especially a sunny Sunday afternoon last week, Toddy Payton knows it like the back of his hand winning a comp there. Was it addressed by Toddy yeah. during the week about how their spiritual home, the Tigers, and the effect that it have on their side? Yeah, well, it was a crazy stat after the game. I didn't even realise that. We didn't even... The Cowboys haven't won a game there for like 20-odd years. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, it's a bit of a fortress there. We all know that. And, um, but, yeah, they, they didn't mention that one bit. And it wasn't really anything about it. Obviously, we knew it was going to be a, a big week, a big day, uh, just because of the passing of, of Tommy there. But, um, yeah, we also turned up. You know, we had a bit to play for as well um, with our season and stuff. So, um, yeah, was, he wasn't really um, you know, too fussed about what they were doing or anything like that. He was more worried about us and what we can control. Yeah, JT Jonathan Thurston never won at Leichhardt Oval. Oh, I'm, I I yeah. reckon you're lucky you didn't you didn't know that because when they started storming home in the second half, you were just, just might have started having a look at each yeah. other. And, here we go. I'm sure, a couple of the boys probably had it in the back of their head. Yeah, yeah. here we go again. Yeah, so um, yeah. 
Um, now, you're, you're good, mate. In fact, uh, well, relative, uh, Michael, Mo- brother-in-law, Michael mm. Morgan, having to retire. We just had a chat before we came on on air about this. Um, how, how's he holding up, you know, after that, well, premature retirement at just age 29? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah he's obviously pretty young. He still has a couple of years left uh, with us, and I'm sure he would have you know, loved to and play out, you know, we've got the new facility, the new stadium, and he was pretty excited by that. Um, but, yeah, obviously you got to look after yourself and your, your body and your family and your future first. And um, his shoulder, he's had a fair bit of dramas with that right shoulder. So um, I think it was time for him. Obviously he had to go down to see the surgeon in Brisbane uh, for a day trip, and that was pretty probably overwhelming for him. And you know, when he got found out the news, that he probably told him it was, best to do that uh he told us all the next day uh, just before he uh did his um the how would he call it press conference thing on um on the news the press conference yeah so yeah i feel like it was a bit of relief for him and uh, obviously disappointed he couldn't at least finish this season out but he'll still be there um helping us out throughout the year uh he comes to most of our training sessions still and um, you know helps out training against us putting on shape that we're probably going to expect during the week and uh, on the weekends and yeah, he's um, yeah, good leadership to have on in our spine meetings, and yeah, you can still learn from him. Now you were saying off air that you're at his house for dinner tonight. Does he cook, or is he a horrible cook? Yeah, he actually does. No, he's a good cook. Um, probably won't quite that, but no, he's um, he. I never like really tell him that, but yeah, he's actually a pretty good cook. Pretty good, good too. But he he likes to to do most of the cooking. Now I know it's it's never good to lose a teammate especially an experienced teammate and a popular teammate, but is there is there part of the Cowboys playing group that's going, oh, I'm so glad Moose and I talk about Josh Maguire's gone because he can be quite annoying, can't he? <laughs> oh, I've only had to deal with him for a year and a bit. But, <laughs> um, no, obviously, you know, losing those, any experience, you know, we've lost Jace for the past month as well. And uh, I, hope, I think we're getting him back this week. You know, his name, he's been trained so. Just to get at least some kind of experience back, we were quite a young team, and um, the other one really old enough is Jake Granville and Jordan McLean. I guess I feel like I'm probably one of the older guys too. <laughs> but yeah, obviously losing and Moose, yeah, that was a big surprise. Obviously, it was um, you know chat about it for a couple of weeks, but we didn't think uh, it was going to happen so quick. Um, but yeah, we've just got to move on, I guess, and it gives an opportunity for the younger boys to step up and you know place their claims and try and keep a, a spot in the NRL. Sport. Since you've been back. Val, has he brought his snake into the dressing room or not? He hasn't, no. Okay. I've heard about it. He's um, you know, tried to scare a few of the boys, but no, he hasn't since I've been there. He usually finds like cockroaches or <laughs> something like that. A few guys scared of um, bugs and that, but yeah, he's, he's still the same old news. Really? That's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes a snake in the dressing sheds. Well, and... you, we're warning you, any Dragons fans or any Dragons players listening, um, <laughs> A crazy lad coming your way. Hey, a uh, bit of a danger game this week. Uh, the Bulldogs at home. Some would expect that you'd win that, but um, yeah, they can be tricky games. Uh, you know, when you're playing against a side that's uh, that's struggling like the Bulldogs. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, obviously they've got a lot to play for. Uh, they haven't been playing too well the past few weeks, and you know, I'm sure they want to get a win on the table as well. And you know, same same to us. We want to try and keep a, a roll going, and um, yeah, it's just going to be a I reckon it's going to be a pretty fast, uh, skillful game. You know, it's obviously going to be dry, throwing the ball around a bit, and uh, starting to get beautiful up here in Townsville. So mm. I'm looking forward to it. But um, you know, I'm pretty confident uh, that we can get confidence 
from that game, from that first half especially, and you know, carry it on to this next game. Yeah, it's a good time to play. Four o'clock on a Sunday, Arvo, as it starts to cool down. But the don't need the lights and won't be due on the ground. So, yeah, it should be great up there yep. in Townsville. And hey, uh, we thank you for your time, Val, for, uh, for joining us good on luck. Sports Day, mate. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. He's good kid, Val Holmes, isn't he? Yes, yeah. sure is. Yeah. Don't know whether he's a fullback or a winger. Many say he's a winger, but... This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats and the tips for round six. Uh, Badge got eight out, of eight, eight out of eight two weeks ago or six out of eight last week. What about you, Jack? Can I tell you that uh, earlier today, uh, Badge was doing a cross with another station and he brought it up. Yeah. Did he again? He brought up the Let eight out of go. eight. Well, I did, but I did. You know what I did ago. say, though, on the end of that, Jack? Having said that, my average is about four. <laughs> he did qualify, <laughs> no, you but got he's it. still... <laughs> it's like the golfer who, who hits 110, but he happens to have an eagle one round. He's never going to... You got to mention yeah, the eagle. Right. Another good analogy, Gary. Oh, gee, You're very I'm good at the analogies. Today. Yeah. Okay. First round, of course. Uh, you're calling this game: Broncos versus Panthers. Uh, Seven fifty kickoff tonight, Suncorp Stadium. I'm going with the Panthers. So is Woogie. He's sent his in, um, mm. as if we care. But I reckon we're going to be really close to each other this week. There's not. There's a lot of games I think that are pretty predictable. You with the Panthers, Sats? I'm with the Panthers. Righto. Uh, Knights versus Sharks. This is a tough one. McDonald Jones Stadium. Yeah. Of course, the Knights were flogged last week. Against the uh, Titans. I'm going with the Knights. Me too. Oh, Woogie's changed Bradman that. Best, Jacob Saifidi, yeah, Kurt Mann returning. And they will be fired up for Timely. what they tossed up last week, especially at home again. Now, uh, uh, the second game on Friday night, Storm versus Roosters at Amy Park, uh, a, Melbourne's home ground. That gives them the edge for me, but, gee, the Roosters are a good side. Um, I'm, I'm going with the Storm. I'm Woogie. going with the Storm. I just think in a... The Tedesco versus Pappenhausen matchup is just... Ooh, it's Warren. come at the most timely part of the season when everyone's starting to question whether Pappenhausen is, has overtaken Tedesco. That mightn't even be the best fullback matchup of the round. Travojevic and Brimson in the um, next game. Yeah, exactly. And that's at Mudgee. Yeah, in Mudgee. Mudgee. That'll be a great game. I'm, I'm staying on the Titans bandwagon. So am I. The, the way they're being coached, the way they're playing, the style they're playing at the moment. I'm going to let you go. For, Amazing. I think you're just copying me to stay. Jared Wallace actually spent some time out at Mudgee. Mudgee mm. Dragons, I think he what? played for. First grade, debuted at yeah, 16. Yeah, 16. His dad was, I think his dad was the coach out there. But yeah. uh, Grant Glen Willow Oval, which is the home ground at Mudgee, and I've said this on a number of occasions, I think it's the best regional ground in the world. It is amazing. I've got to go there now. Absolutely amazing. It's on my list. And the town of Mudgee is amazing as well. Rabbits v Tigers, Saturday, 5.30, Stadium Australia. Has to be Rabbitohs. Yeah, Rabbits. And Woogie as well. I think you'll see the Tigers will put up a, a better effort defensively this week. Um, well, they have to. Simple. And they've got to, they're going to have to against the Rabbits, who who has Cody Walker back yep. from suspension. Can score a lot of points, can't yeah. they? Uh, Dragons versus the Warriors. This is a tough one. And this is at Net Strata, No, no, you believe? missed out the Raiders and Eels. Oh, mate. Raiders and Eels is another tough one. This, to was brush a, them. this is at GIA Stadium. Now, because... It's at GIO Stadium. I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, we can. Hopefully, it's cold. Mm. I'm with them. Woogie's with them. Uh, but yeah, we know that the Eels will be a really difficult opponent. They got out muscled against the Dragons. They did. The Eels last they week. Did. I so think they'll they be disappointed. They that. won't let that happen. Yeah, as I said, the Dragons versus the Warriors. This is a this is a tough one. At Cogra. At Cogra. Net Strata. This Four, is on Sunday, for, two p.m. Going for five in a row. The Dragons. Is that five in a row? Yeah, they've won four. It's wow. So. I'm taking, the Warriors are, I'm, I'm taking the Dragons. Are you? Me too. And the Warriors are actually, they've lost a couple in a row. So they need yep. to stop the slide. And the last game, of course, is on 
Sunday over the Cowboys and Bulldogs. In Townsville. In Townsville. Cowboys came good. Bulldogs struggling. I'm taking the cows. Yeah. I'm We're the you. same. We're the same. Woogies are taking one different with mm. the uh, the Sharkies. Is there is there a game? What's the game you're looking forward to the most, Badge? Uh, All well, weekend. Of, of course the Raiders and Eels will be a tough one, but gee, that Storm and Roosters game uh, tomorrow night is oh, that Anything could happen there, and they don't like each other. They've contested, what, since 2017, I think. They've contested four of the last five premierships, or whatever it may be, both those sides. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to this weekend. Who You're leading at the moment, our tipping Yeah, comp, of course. Aren't you? By one? Yep. By one? Bit one's enough, isn't year. it? It'll yeah, still be enough. one next week. We're going to have Yeah Nah next. Also, we're going to have a Brisbane Roar update. Uh, pretty crucial win last week for the Brisbane Roar against Macquarie. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival Australia's first... GUV. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, time to talk A-League and don't miss all the A-League and W-League seasons. Search A-League and W-League for tickets now. Now the Raw take on Western City Wanderers at Bankwest Stadium tomorrow night, 7 o'clock badge. It's a pretty crucial game because it's a top six format in the A-League. Jack's the expert. Yeah, Jack. So Brisbane Raw sitting seventh at the moment. They're five points behind the Western Sydney Wanderers who are sitting in sixth position. Yeah, so it really would be a crucial game to kind of bridge that gap and then hopefully, you know, with the rest of the games left, be able to fight it out. But if they don't win this, then it just kind of uh, opens up that gap a bit further. Yeah, it was a good performance last week or a great one against MacArthur? Oh, it was a good performance. I mean, it was just those key elements that haven't been finishing off finishing. So Wenzel Hall's got on the scoring sheet. Uh, Danzaki, the new Japanese import, he got in on the action as well. So those were coming together. It was a late goal in the 90th minute that uh, MacArthur got away. So obviously the defence did well. Bit of a lapse of concentration, which you hope they get out. But yeah. So they're five points behind Western City Wanderers. Yeah, and they had a brutal game last week against Adelaide. So a win in the A-League is three points. Yeah. Okay. So it won't jump them, but it just keeps it more manageable and in the mixer rather than if it creates a bigger gap, then it's an eight-point gap, and that just becomes a bit difficult. Seven yeah. weeks till the uh, till the finals. Yeah, don't miss all the action of the A-League and W-League season. As I said earlier, search for A-League and W-League for tickets. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Love That's you, where nah. we agree, but we don't really agree with something. So, uh, Badge, what do you got? Oh, well, I want you know, have a listen to this. This is from Ivan Clear. He's responding to the uh, all the stuff going on about his players being a bit arrogant and rude and... and, and um, you know, not uh, respectful enough pushing and shoving after they scored against the Raiders last week. But just listen, he throws his own yeah, nah in. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. Look, our team's young. I don't think people see that the niggle that comes from the opposition for towards our team. I think, you know, we are, you know, we've been reasonably successful. So what, you know, c- comes with that is, you know, we get a little bit of niggle towards our boys, especially because we are young. And, yeah, no, I guess at the moment we're not, yeah, our boys are, combating that however they can so I mean of course uh, you know, I'm always on the lookout for uh, to make sure that you know obviously behaving the right way and all that kind of stuff but uh, you know I'm not too worried at the moment yeah can you isolate that nah. yeah nah and we use it as part of our he's got a yeah nah going yeah, on yeah nah no yeah nah yeah nah <laughs> <laughs> thanks Lenny. I know what he's you know I know what he's saying but I think he has to have he should have a quiet word look they'd be getting all that feedback anyway yep Need to have a quiet word to some of them, getting ahead of themselves. Jeff Toovey's got an answer to the niggle also. And there's pushing and shoving in the back that Penrith did, right? You know what'll stop it? Violence. (laughs) (laughs) No one used to do that before. 
when you're going to get hit by a big front row, you think someone get pushed in the back or come and show up and get in your face before? No, because you know what? You get a knuckle sandwich right in the, in the, in in the, the mush. In the mush. Accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah. Yeah, we do agree with you, too. But so unfortunately, right. we just can't do well, it. Well, that's because the punching went out. And, exactly. And, and everyone said, well, that'll start little blokes niggling big And it happened. See, a wing would never do that to a... But, so a what would have happened if, if Crichton did that to Joe Tuppenay in, you know, back in the day when you could fight. Karate Kid. It, it would have been on for young yeah, and old. Absolutely. He would have incited a riot. Yeah. And he probably would have caught one on the chin. Also, another one just to finish off. Swim distance queen leading in the Olympics, Katie Ledecky. She says, well, I'm not worried about the Australian Ariane Titmus. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, well, she Ooh, should because should in the be. World Championships sure in uh, Wangzhou in South Korea in 2019, leading into the last lap of the 400, she overtook Ledecky and, and won the World Ooh, Championship big that shot. night. We want yeah. to see it again. Yeah, that's yeah. Now and also a Brisbane Roar update. Uh, we're going to finish the show off next with Last Blast. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia Carnival, the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. It's time for the Last Blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, let's finish off before kickoff in round six of the NRL. And uh, in the AFL badge, uh, Joe Danaher, the six foot seven key forward for the Lions, faces the old club, the, the Bombers. Essendon, yeah, for mm. the first time. Uh, that's Saturday night, isn't it? Yes. So, uh, yeah, he's been a really good buy for them. He had a couple Has. of seasons of injury there um, with Essendon, that sort of uh, bad groin injury, and that kind of forced him out in the end, I believe. But, uh, yeah, been. Been very, very good for them. Uh, in the AFLW, of course, the Lions play Adelaide. It's in Adelaide. Grand the final, final. The grand yeah. final. And uh, Adelaide were without their skipper, but they still were favourites uh, down there. But uh, good luck to the to the Lions. Um, hey, Badger, uh, it's a really good story about the, the Masters winner, Hideki Matsuyama. Yep. Yep. He um, just they were talking about how, uh, well, comparing him to Dustin Johnson, who won that Masters late last year, November, yep. Uh, celebrate. He took a private jet to the the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean they say over there. He drank tequila shots, played giant Jenga, just <laughs> laid up as you would. He yeah. won the Masters. Well, uh, they reckon Hideki Matsuyama was spotted at the airport the next morning to, on his way out of Atla- at Atlanta, uh, going to Chicago. Six forty-five. He was just sitting down in a chair at the airport with his brand new green jacket, dra- casually draped over the chair. What's that worth? Um, just going through his phone and having a bit of a flick. And it's quite amazing, the image of it. And also the special messages he got. Obviously, some of the golf fans had videoed him, and he was just, like you're saying, looking at his phone with the, the green jacket draped over his bag and the chair, and people just walking past him like he's just a regular. And yeah, he's just a regular customer, but he's a guy that has enough money. Otherwise, at $3.8 million or something, he's just won. Yeah. And he's just catching a commercial For, flight to Chicago. He's killed it. I love it. Hey, uh... 99 days to Tokyo. We missed that. Yeah. 100. So 99 mm. sounds, sounds pretty groovy. So it was going to happen? I think it will. There's a lot of people doubting it early this year. One of us kept saying, it'll happen. It'll if you're an athlete, would you get over there now? Would you get over there now and no. just bunker down? No. There's, you might catch COVID. You stay somewhere where you're safe mm. and you fly in at the last minute. Go and live in one of the, the, That's the idea. maybe the Buddhist camps up in the mountains and right. just hide away. Mm. Just Don't practice meditation, meditation and, for and stay away from the hundred days. The vid, no, no. Anyway, anyway, going to be great. 
Uh, and Dan Ricardo, just to finish off, uh, he admits he'd love to drive an Indy car in V8, even though he loves Formula yeah. One. He, I'd love to see him in a V8. Yeah, he said uh, it doesn't even have to be a race, just practice laps, whatever. Yep. He'd, uh, he'd love, of course he would. He's a rev head. Yeah, that's it for Sports Day uh, for another week. Hope you enjoy the footy tonight, NRL and AFL, round five in the AFL. Uh, badge, good calling. Yes, thanks, mate. Catch you next week. Go the Raiders. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Have a great weekend. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.